What's up, everybody? It's Chris Denman. It's we are live, live from Midco Studio, St. Louis, Grand Center. We've got Sam Morell in the house, man. What's up, dude? How hey, are you? That was, I like that intro. That was good. Nice, and it was succinct, wasn't it? Yeah. I did it for you. I usually do a really long one that's <laughs> kind of winded, and I try and work into material. And for you, keep it short. I appreciate To the it. point. Uh, Sam's at Helium Comedy Club all weekend long. Had a very fun show last night. Heard it was a raucous crowd. You're getting after it, man. It's going to be a good weekend. <laughs> it's going to be good, yeah. It, it definitely is. A little light last night. It'll pick up. It's a Thursday, man. It's a yeah. holiday weekend, too. Um, you you guys know Sam from, gosh, uh, Last Comic Standing. we got four people that have been on Last Comic Standing on the, on the wall over there, I feel like. Uh, Colbert, Conan so many times. You work regularly at the cellar in New York. Like, yeah. It's got to be fun to get out on the road and uh, work your wares in the Midwest, man, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I, uh. <laughs> it, no, it has to be. You live in literally the entertainment you know, mecca of the world. You pop into one of the coolest clubs, if not the coolest club on the planet, to just, you get paid to go hang out in a place where people would literally plan vacations around, right? To, yeah. maybe, to maybe see somebody from their favorite Netflix special or something. And you're there on a regular basis. When you get out on the road and you are pushing that, which is part of the game, right? Sure. Is it ever a little bit strange whenever you go from like crushing on a Wednesday night at the cellar to maybe a light crowd in the Midwest? I mean, that's interesting well, to me. It, it depends. If they're a hot, small crowd, that's great. Right, but like good looking? If they're staring at me like the whole group just got fired like last <laughs> night. I was like, was this the Times-Picayune layoffs right here? Did you come in from New Orleans? <laughs> right. Uh, no, it was, so, when, so when, they're, when they're giving you nothing, it's kind of like, well, this is my new hour, so... <laughs> I so felt good about it. All the I heat. felt good about it a second ago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even with the credits you have and uh, and the accomplishments you have under your belt, is it good at this point in your career? Is it good to have those days to kind of take you down a, a peg, or is it like, some people, or you just suck? I think some. I think some people say it is. I I don't know. I I mean, I just have them. So I I feel like the people that are like, it's good for you. I'm like, yeah, but I feel like you don't do. I feel like you're in like theaters or something. (laughs) Right. I feel like I don't know. What a difference, man. Theater crowd. I hadn't been to a theater show in a minute. And uh, you know Forrest Shaw. Yeah, sure. Forrest uh, features for Jim Jeffries. Forrest was very kind. He was like, hey, stop by. Uh, And I went to a theater show for the first time. I forgot that you have these people just eating little, little treats out of your hand for two hours. The, everybody's like just sitting back like we don't have to he doesn't have to work for it and, and I'm not cutting any of the comics down those people are there to see Jim Jeffries and they're going to laugh at literally everything he says well it's also when the ticket price is that much there's an investment you know I <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah, yeah you're yeah. like this is I'm going to make sure this is good right right <laughs> this is fun right yeah. oh this is great but uh no I mean it is good in that you have to it's good for new material to fail I think it's good to Right. have to drag it through the mud a little bit. To, Even if it is good, there's always room for improvement, I guess, if you're being really yeah, positive. Yeah, but then I also find that when a crowd's good, I'll, I'll take more risks. When the crowd's giving me nothing, I'm not fully myself on stage. <laughs> are you, you know what I mean? Are you defensive? It's hard to be vulnerable for an hour straight when they're giving you nothing. Right. You know what I mean? I, so, so there are moments when I'm myself, when I start getting... But then when, uh, when they're not giving you enough... It's hard to just keep going to that place, and I just, you know, yeah, it, it's not like acting where you just keep going. You you break the fourth wall, and you're like, "What are you guys, assholes?" Like, <laughs> well, I mean, right? You're gonna you're gonna mix it up a little bit, just kind of yeah. like, "Let's can we reset this?" Like, and then the one person one person said like at one point went, "Oh," and I was like, "Fuck you." 
Don't, don't pity me. That happened once. That happened once while I was in this club, uh, and I was doing this bit. Uh, I don't know if you saw my my Comedy Central special. I I did a a bit about a it was a dead baby joke. Sure. It was like a seven minute. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I like we're on the inside of the actress. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, of the course. Dead baby uh, joke. Of course. I was deceased. Uh, uh, no longer moved. It, it was uh, about an alligator who ate a baby, and uh, <laughs> that clips everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, I was was when I was working that. It's a hard bit to work out for I'm crowds sure. that don't. You know, seven minutes or so. It's a seven minute bit or so, and, and you know, crowds would be like. They they give Not you receptive like always. seventeen seconds to be like I'll let you say this, but I'm gonna need you to turn this around to but where you you're just, like I'm just messing with you it's, guys. It's hard to commit to a long bit regardless, but when that bit is you know lacking in taste to some people, <laughs> you know it's more of an uphill battle. So right. yeah, I remember I was doing that joke and, and a woman just as she's walking out yells out, "You fucking suck!" Oh. And I just hear the door <laughs> slam right behind her, and I was like, "Well, that stopped the bit a little." And then uh, and then I was just like, "Oh boy!" And then one woman in the front row goes. I think you're doing great. <laughs> well, now that I was like that, that was somehow worse. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. How, so for perspective, how long have you been doing stand up? It feels like 14 years or so now. Still I should take that back. It feels like 35 years. It's about yeah. 14 years. I was like, yeah, you look young, yeah. but yeah, that's a weathered soul that's up there on that stage. Man. It's, I wouldn't even say it's weathered because, you know, to, to the veterans, I'm still a baby, you know, right. but, uh, you know, it definitely, when you're on the road for a while and you, and you, that's the thing. It's like, I'm trying to write new, so you're going to bomb. I mean, that's the thing that keeps you, you, right? Right. So I'm trying to, that's the only way I know how to keep getting fans is to, is to keep take writing some risks, new stuff. Take some, I mean, really just putting yourself, like you said, you mentioned vulnerable. I just think it's interesting too, that again, uh, I'll just keep kissing your ass on this, the chops, the, the work you put in, the, uh, everybody, like IMDb, check out what Sam's done guys. It's really actually very exciting. I just like that part where it's like it's it never ends, man. It never you're you're who you are. You're headlining clubs, and you still have to hear Sharon walk out and slam the door because yeah. she's having a rough day. That was her name, Sharon. She was, damn it, Sharon. She was Sharon. My uh, my second cousin. <laughs> I really don't appreciate you bringing it up, but you keep doing that. You so. know, it's uh, you're right. It definitely uh, there's a comfort and a, a fear at the same time. We were like, yeah, this is it. This is what it is. So you just hope the numbers keep going up and the and the more and more people are there for you but you know in certain markets you feel it and then in markets elsewhere you're like this is this is gonna be a battle this is gonna be fun but you gotta write the new stuff and goddamn, when i'm slipping new stuff in i'm gonna have to burn this stuff soon and as i'm doing it i'm like i don't know i sometimes i just forget how to write jokes just, <laughs> I, I guess these aren't funny i don't know i thought this was funny and then you throw it out there and they're looking at you like who the fuck told you you were good at this like, <laughs> you know so i, I don't I don't know. Uh, so as far as entertainment goes, you've hosted sports shows. You, yeah. I mean, obviously comedy, your, uh, your resume is up there. As far as entertainment goes, as far as like what you kind of push, is there anything that you hate doing that you've, that you've been paid to do? I, I do find that interesting because so we've done, we did morning radio and it's St. Louis, right? So you're going to be able, you can talk sports just like you could be a fourth tier fan and know about the Cardinals third on the depth chart, second baseman in AAA. Sure. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where I, I got so tired of talking about the just monotony of all kinds of different sports stuff all the time, every day. Does it ever, did it ever, or I guess, are you interested enough in sports or on the TV show you hosted or just any time? I'd have to, to, back I'd have off to fake it, it sometimes. Yeah. Basketball is the one I know a lot about and yeah. I'm obsessive about, but, you know, uh, 
Yeah, I'd have to learn, I'd have to brush up if it was hockey or you right. know. Do you so, care about hockey? We're in the middle of I like caring it. about hockey I, right I, now. I I I'm a Rangers fan. I like it, but I I don't uh I don't I would have to brush up on it. I don't I yeah. just, I, how much time is it? People are like the, the people always give me you don't watch this. How many hours in the day are there? What are you people can, doing? Yeah. yeah the guy's got to write. Then it's like, it's like, you know, yeah, I got to have jokes. I want to read a book occasionally. <laughs> I want to watch a movie occasionally. Yeah. Then they're like, you haven't watched Game of Thrones? And then after every Game of Thrones, they're like, this show is the worst fucking show. <laughs> I'm like, well, then stop yelling at me to watch it. Right. You know, <laughs> it's everything. People are like, it's a, I, you, you don't hear enough of this. You don't watch this? Oh, okay. Yeah. The, you don't hear enough of that. We need to make sure, we need to infect society with that. I need you to stop caring about what other people are watching immediately. Yeah. Right? So we, we're literally, the Blues, that's a thing too. They'll play Monday, so it's, it's avoiding your weekend here. In a small so funny that city. your team is named after sadness. <laughs> Isn't that, doesn't and that with, say everything? With zero Stanley Cups, right? Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. You think Boston You've never won a Stanley up? Cup ever? No, they've never. They've only been once. Yeah, I hope they win. I mean, I I can't take Boston having any bigger of an ego at this point. This I mean, is insane. Like I'm 34. They're so spoiled a sports town. Half our life now. Uh, yeah. Like they've just been crushing the, every sport too. Yeah. Basketball, hockey, football, baseball, everything. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't need this. I don't need this to happen either. I do kind of want. I want it to be interesting. And again, I'm a passive hockey fan. Are they who's favorite to win? Uh, I believe Bruins, Gardner. I believe the Bruins are. I'm not sure. Yeah, I haven't even checked the lines on it. Do you bet a lot? No. No? <laughs> Good. I don't even No, because my thing is if I like the sport enough, I'll just watch it and enjoy it. And if I don't like it, I won't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need You're a throw, practical guy, Sam. I, I don't like need to throw a mortgage involved on, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, favorite, favorite basketball team, Knicks? Knicks. Yeah. Go, yeah. Speaking of cursed. You got a David Lee jersey? <laughs> I know he's from here. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. But I like David Lee. I thought he yeah. was—he was a. I was going to say a hard worker. I'm like, wow, that sounded the, like the whitest thing. <laughs> he was a real hard exactly, worker. Like it is funny to me. Like I—I uh, I had the pleasure of uh, of getting my ass handed to him in high school by him. Uh, and I don't know what I'm saying. He was great basketball player in high school. I got to play against yeah. him. Yeah. And he had a good funny. pro career. I mean, oh, he had a fantastic, and then ended up with a ring or two, with a ring or two. I he guess, was on the at the, at the beginning of that Warriors run. Yeah, I think he got one ring. I think that's when so, they were underdogs. Yeah, man, like how crazy is that? He did that, and he was a he went from like this guy here who Nelly rapped about <laughs> when he was in high school, doing all these crazy dunks, won the McDonald's All American uh, dunk competition. To like, I remember him like people probably with the Knicks fan base hated him because he was an overpaid max contract well guy. he wasn't an overpaid max contract guy with us he was an overpaid max contract guy with the warriors with the warriors i see i i don't know why i was that's the, that's with the year the we paid amari stoudemire big money so <laughs> so we went with another guy whose career ended prematurely thank you very much <laughs> amari for half a season was the coolest nick in probably ever 20 years yeah i mean he was for half a season, he, he was. He had a little run where he was like getting some uh, some like spots on TV shows and stuff too. Yeah, like, Mari's very likable and charismatic guy. Yeah. I mean, he was. I, I loved him, but I mean, his his knees went out. Yeah, that happens in a hurry, man. Do you need your owner to peace out for the Knicks to be anything decent? I don't know, man. I I'm sure it doesn't help. I, it also I think it doesn't help with free agency, but I also think you know, 
he gets blamed for stuff that sometimes isn't him. I mean, he gave Phil Jackson the keys to the kingdom, right? Right. And, every, and, every and no one was like, no one was. Did you think that was a good move at the time? Of course, I don't Everybody think anyone would. at the time yeah. did. Phil Jackson, because it was like this guy's a legend. I mean, he's a legend in another. It, it, that's the weird thing. It's like it's like taking, you know, he's a great coach. And he made, it's like taking like, well, this is the best comic. Let's have him make a movie. Right, like exactly. A, and it's like, how about like a comedy? They're like, no, let's have him make a drama. And you're like, all right, that's a little different. <laughs> and it's like, it's, you're, you're changing things up, you know? So, and then Phil just didn't seem like his heart was in it. Right. And then he just paid huge. I mean, it was like classic Nick. So I don't know what it's going to I think they're going to get Durant. I really do. Do you want Durant in? Do you yeah. want that to be your guy? <laughs> I mean, He's amazing. Yeah. Do I want the best player in the world? I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I don't really care for his tweets. I I'm don't want still, him to play for my team. I still want to feel it out with these young guys. Too. <laughs> I mean, no, of course I want him. He's, no, he's amazing. He's, yeah. I, I, I don't want him to mortgage the entire future like they always do. But right. that being said, you know, yeah, I would kill for Durant. I think that would be a lot of fun if the Knicks were uh, competitive on a race. It's just... It was those days uh, I got spoiled watching Jordan up against the Knicks back in the day. It was more, it's more fun when those big city teams are, are dead serious in the mix. Sure, especially in New York. Cause New yeah. York basketball is a part of New York's the fabric. fabric. Yeah, it's, you walk three blocks, there's a basketball court. You know, it's, like, that's just part of the city. Yeah. So pick up basketball. I mean, you think about like Rucker and West Forth and all these, you know, basketball areas and you go anywhere there's a court people shooting around so yeah it's it's tough to not be competitive absolutely yeah i don't even mind if we lose but like just get us in the mix make it exciting again (laughs) durant comes back and uh you guys will be competitive perennial eight seed well (laughs) i mean if we if we get any i mean if we get him i assume we're getting someone else i I would guess so i don't think he's coming alone no no it doesn't seem to work like that anymore yeah it's a it's a whole thing you brought up dramatic uh parts for comics and this do you want to jump it do you ever want to be that guy that they're like you know do you want to surprise a generation you're in a movie or a tv series or something and people know you for that and then this awesome stand-up career like kind of hits them from you're like oh yeah he's a stand-up too you know what i mean like i'm not saying uh i want to lead with stand-up but yeah. i of course want to do other things like i want to i want to challenge myself i don't want to just do yeah, I mean, that's, I think, part of trying to write the new stuff is to try to challenge yourself. So, yeah, yeah I don't want to just get comfortable. I think, I think it's bad for your brain. It probably is. I, I just, and maybe this is a poor example. Don't get caught up on the name. But think about how many people Tim Allen did stand-up for 20 years before Tool Time or whatever that shows, Home Improvement. Yeah. And then think about how many people would never, and maybe he wasn't good enough stand-up to, to know It's about funny. That, people were always like, he was a murderer. And then yeah. every clip I see, I'm like... All right, uh, I'll take your word for it. Uh, right. yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I know people th- swear by him, but I know it, it never did it for me. But yeah. You know, was... <laughs> well, I enjoyed. But I loved him in Galaxy Quest. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. He's I was a good actor. Say, yeah. <laughs> he I knocked think, that I, out. I don't know, yeah. but it's funny when people were like, "You should have seen him." I was like, "What well, was the bar lower?" <laughs> because <laughs> do you think that's what it was? Whatever people bring up. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel well, maybe like he spoke to a certain audience. It, it wasn't. We're me. not even realizing now, too. Yeah, like I, I heard, I heard a comic, uh, and this is what happens with everything. You're, well, this is the greatest of all time. You've kind of alluded to this already in the conversation, but like, uh, like Bill Hicks. Like if you go to some of his, uh, but he material great, now. Though. Oh, he's unbelievable. But I also, he also heard, died at what thirty two or thirty three. So it's young, like, like, so the guy had five hours of material into his own. I mean, he was well. It's it's interesting too, and I'm not even trying to pick on our time period, but I literally heard somebody be like, you know, I he said a lot of stuff about women and all this stuff, and it's 
that to me is just interesting that we can't all, and maybe this isn't everybody. We like to poke holes and find flaws rather than, than see the good. And I mean, it, it's more entertaining for people to find the bad than look for the good. Yeah, it's probably that simple, isn't it? Right. Yeah. It's just, that's more interesting to us as a species. There's no news story and, you know, great old footage found to people, but there is footage in <laughs> Bill Hicks calls a woman the C word. That's, that's yeah. going to get clicks. Yeah, you know? very so. true. Have you run into any of that with your material? Obviously, you brought up the the stuff with uh, the, yeah, the dead baby. But I, yeah, there's blowback. There's always going to be blowback. I think if the joke's strong enough, the good outweighs the bad. But, you know, sometimes I'll throw a bit out there too soon, and it's do not you, there yet. Yeah, do you recognize that in some of your material? We're like, I'm good enough to do this, but this piece isn't ready. Sure, it's a touchy subject, yeah. and it's got to... It's got to be good. Right. I, and also, why stand by? That's why I don't love all these podcasts, because I'm just free-flowing, and they want to talk about dark shit, and you just are like, well, this is, this is where the bad jokes go, off, <laughs> off the cuff. You know? Right. Like, yeah. Like, normally, I can work them out in a club and hone them. I like honing things. I like writing things. I don't like just throwing things into the world. Yeah. That makes sense. And we won't try and get too dark today. <laughs> I mean, maybe. What do you think about, like, uh, like Louis' stuff that got leaked? Like, that happened... Like, that I find it to be disgusting the way that uh, people are piling on him and, and because... It, people me, that benefited from him? Well, no, my thing with that is you're piling on a bit that wasn't done. Right. Like, it, he didn't release that. And, and to take the control away... Like, take, what if we just went to, like, Tarantino's catalog and just released footage that wasn't meant to be in a movie? Right. He can't shoot stuff? Right. Maybe he was trying to make it good and it wasn't good enough. Yeah. You know, so, so the fact that we took control away from him and people are piling on now that he uses Yonder, which is what you put the phones in a yeah, pouch. Yeah. A lot of people do that. Aziz does that. Chappelle does that. A lot of famous oh. people don't want their material to be leaked. I want to say Rock did it too. I think man. he does. Yeah. 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 So, so to me, it's like, you know, I, I, I don't like it. It, does, it, doesn't, it doesn't bode well for comedy for me. Yeah, I think and, and for taking risks, and I think you know this is the last, one of the last places you can say almost anything, right? And take that risk, and I think Louis has time and time again proven that he does it well and tastefully, yeah. at least you know in that in that area. So you do, know, do you feel like he's gonna? Uh, he just came through. He's doing these like almost pop up shows at clubs, right. sells them out. I mean, they're close. He just did the funny bone here. Do you feel like he's going to get back to stadium status? Or I say stadium. Yeah. What do, what do we call I that? think he'll do what he wants 10, to do. I don't, I don't know yeah. if he wants to do that. I, yeah. don't think, I, think, I, don't think, I don't think he ever wanted to do 10,000 seaters. I think he wanted to do like 2,500 seaters. Right. So maybe he'll get back to that. I, I don't know what he wants. So yeah. That we'll could see. be interesting to see kind of how all that plays out. I feel like he's kind of back on that path and he'll be there soon enough. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not it's for it's not do. for me to decide. It's for the public to decide. It's for do people want him to, to come back? And you know, I think a lot of people get second chances, and uh, you know, we'll see. No, it makes sense. Uh, in New York, working all the time at the cellar. I, yeah. I, 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 we just had our friend Mia Jackson in. We were talking to her about that. It just, it almost. Do you ever pinch yourself at how magical it feels, or do you t- <laughs> to look around the room to see all these killers? I uh, heard a good story about you, uh, Amy Schumer, asking you to escort Mia to her first uh, yeah. appearance at, uh, at, the, at the cellar. Amy said, <laughs> Amy said my friend is, is uh, coming. Will you, will you show her around? I said, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm a so, gentleman. 
Yeah, sure. Take care of that. So yeah, we hung out. I didn't know Mia yet, and then Amy Rector at the cellar, I believe, and and now she works there. And pushing forward. So do you you have to just be so proud of that to work? Or, and maybe it's too close to you because you work um, it all the time. No, I I mean it's I I don't know what I'd do without it. I, and I don't mean that just like in terms of livelihood. I mean that creatively. I mean that I I it's 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 like such a big part of my life. It's probably the biggest part of my life of anything it's, that's amazing it's crazy it's you know i'm there almost every night when i'm home and then uh <laughs> to the point that it's probably hurt a number of relationships <laughs> uh, nobody likes to go down there with you or do you go solo and like to i mingle? just don't want to be the guy who's like what if i've been on like one date with a girl i'm like this is a girl i'm bringing to my show i don't want to be that guy it's like it's it's work it's not it's not for other things, you know, it's, so that has to be tough to explain to somebody. Not, I'll do it sometimes, yeah, but yeah. you know, it's for the most part, it's work. For the most part, it's comics that I want to see. It's you know, uh, it's I don't know. It's it, I wouldn't know how to take. I feel of they have a new joke show there where you throw new jokes yeah, out, yeah, and yeah. I don't know what I do without that. Sh- like that show has been huge for me. Packed crowds, I'm sure. She's, yeah, it's full yeah. in this little room, the Fat Black Pussycat, which is one of the satellite rooms. And then I also run an hour in there, and it's, I mean, it's so helpful. I mean, I'll take a few L's in there for sure. Yeah. Like I'll, but, uh, it just gives you the opportunity to hone everything, totally. right? Totally, yeah. yeah it's, it's great. Uh, I, I don't want to keep you here too long. Uh, as far as uh, this weekend, people can get tickets for Helium Comedy Club. Go see him. Sam is extremely funny. He's uh, he's got our friend Tina Deball uh, on the bill as well. Yes. Tina's a, a favorite of ours. And Sam Evans from uh, from uh, New York City came down with me. Oh, that's awesome! Really so you, funny. You brought well. your Tina did a really it. good job last yeah. night. Yeah, the uh, that is I, I love that you guys and that's because it feels like it's become more of a thing on the road. Maybe it's always been like that. And I just didn't know about it. Bringing people that you choose as your feature, well, like that's a good thing. Though, I think for it you. benefits the show when you know you know sometimes you'll be paired with someone that's just not a. You know, they could be really funny, but it's not a good match for sure. you. And, and I like to follow people that aren't, uh, that are like the right energy for me to follow and have What's your really show? good jokes. You're yeah. there. It's your ass on the line. It's your numbers that they're going to compare. Well, not every club back. looks at that that way. You know, I, yeah. I always looked at it that way. But, you know, if you're headlining, it's, yeah, you, you should kind of tailor the show to what you think is going to give the audience the best evening. But... Some clubs, like you walk in, they're like, "All right, you're doing 45." I'm like, "What? Why are you tell me what I'm doing?" You know? <laughs> so uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I I like when they're like, so they come in at like these club helium's great, they're, and they're like, they're like, "What do you want it to be?" And I'll say, "I want to do 60 minutes," and then they'll do 20 or 25, and the host will do 10. I I, I like to kind of design the that is show because I want the audience to have the best experience. That I think is you and, know, and that's something too, just the fact that people are getting out like. The, first of all, you've taken this, maybe it's a, a risk, a, a very low risk, but you're going to go out, you're going to see some comedy. You should want every layer of that to be the best use of your time possible whenever people like you bring those folks. like That's a hidden little gem because you're going to laugh really hard too during that middle set. Like that's I don't know. I've seen it not go well, and it's a much better experience when it does go well. Yeah, look, it's it's a tough thing. I mean, I, I used to middle, and it's just, uh, it's tough. You don't get paid enough, and you also, uh, it's it's just a tough gig. Yeah. But uh, clubs that care, I think, still pay the middle acts, or maybe you should even pay them a little more, you know? So sure. that's something also to think about. But uh, yeah, I had, I've had funny people. I've been lucky to have funny people with me, and, and, and some people from New York, will want to go just to work on stuff because you get quality sets on the road. Yeah, get a different type of person hearing your stuff too. I mean, that probably 
I think you got to run the jokes, as I said, it like through different types of crowds. Uh, sometimes if the joke's good enough, I think, oh my god, and it doesn't hit in certain markets. I'm like, fuck it, but you know, <laughs> call it. <laughs> like, now you people are idiots here. Yeah. I, I just I'm like, I like it. I'm keeping it. But then, but yeah, it's usually got to be. It's usually got to have some sort of broad appeal as well as be funny to me, or, or otherwise, it's you just kind of become tone deaf. I think. Wise words, Samuel. Check them out at Helium all weekend long, dude. Thank thanks you. for stopping by. Thanks I really appreciate me. it, man. Yeah.